Hey, my name is Tori. You're listening to We're In This Together podcast. The day is May 28th, 2021. Thank you so much for being here and listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. So right now, I just have a lot of things circling in my mind. And I just wanted to voice them to you just in case you've ever felt this way. We're feeling this way right now and nobody's ever shared a similar opinion or thought process because I know how hard it can be trying to not feel alone never nobody's ever told you about the thoughts you have and have a similar common ground between them so right now I'm trying to give you that common ground so my friends they tell me a lot that I have a lot of emotions and that I voice my opinions very strongly that I have a very big opinions one day I was like why has no one confessed their love to me like as a joke I was kind of complaining but that's a whole other thing I was like why has no one confessed their love to me and my friend looks at me dead in the eyes like Tori no one can handle you and all your emotions I can't even handle you I'm like your best friend and I was like hmm that had me thinking for a while actually I was like You say I have a lot of emotions and that I have very strong opinions and it's hard to like grasp whether it's a good thing and that they look up to me for and like wish they had. Not like a selfish way, just like that's a really admirable trait that you have. Or is it they're trying to show me and like tell me that I have a lot of these things, not necessarily trying to tone it down. But for me to realize, and so that makes me wonder, should I tone down my personality? When I think about it, I've always come down to know I should not tone down my personality because that's who I am and like what makes me me. I've also have been told that my personality is very out there. And again, I don't know what that means in the context they were using is the last day of school and i said are you gonna miss me to one of my friends i don't know if i should have said that it was kind of a joke but genuinely genuinely wanted to know what their answer would be because like are you gonna miss me so i mainly just hurting myself by saying that or it could have been a really good uplifter but in this case they said They said, no, you have a lot of crackhead energy, and it's hard to keep up with that. So, is it an admirable trait that they're talking about? Because they say it so frequently, like, are they trying to let me know that they enjoy this part of myself? Or are they just trying to, like, let it be known that they see it, but they don't necessarily want it? And that begs the question, what do I do about it? Or do I just keep on doing it myself and not do anything about it? I don't think my friends are doing it in a condescending way. But at the same time, no one has ever told me, Tori, how you express your emotions and the way that you do, I wish I could do in the same way you do. Like, in that same light, is it a point where they're looking up to me 
I'm not sure because they've never told me. But at the same time, some of the most admirable traits I see in a person, I'm not necessarily going to tell them because I don't want them to get cocky. But kind of, but yeah. So, inconclusive on do they look up to me or are they trying to tell me that they see it and sometimes it's not the best for certain situations and I realize that I realize my personality can be big sometimes and the reason it can be so big is because I've had one of the I don't know if I want to say phases but it was kind of a point in my life where anxiety was such a big prominent part that it almost kept me from doing all the things I wanted to do and then at those points of my life I really all I really wanted was for someone to see me hear me and when I saw other people the only way people saw somebody was if they were loud and obnoxious and funny and doing all the crazy things so I started looking up to people that had that same that had that had the traits I wanted to have and I guess I started copying them mimicking all their actions trying to be louder even if it made me super uncomfortable I lived by fake it until you make it the fact people are seeing it makes me happy it would definitely make my younger self happy even a few days ago One of my mentors told me that when they talk about me to another person, that they say I'm such a good leader and I lead this group in such a good way where everyone makes it, where I make it very inclusive. That would make my younger self super, super, super happy. And I don't want to invalidate my younger self, but that was the fact that I'm here. I don't know what to do from here. I don't want to get quieter because I know what quieter does. But at the same time, I think the point of how quiet I was when I was younger, I felt as though people just didn't care to listen. But there's certain people that are quiet and choose to be quiet. And people respect them for it. And what they do choose to say has a way bigger impact. But it's so easy to look past that they're just quiet. So what I really wanted to do was be loud. Not in like a in-your-face kind of way, but more like I'm here, I'm present loud. Instead of I'm quiet and nobody sees my why Because I never have enough chance to tell them my why. Do you guess what I'm saying? That I was so obsessed with wanting people to know my why. That no one ever cared. Because all they saw that I was quiet. And it made me mad. I was like I'm not that quiet. Why does everyone keep on saying that I am? Let me be loud. Let me be in your face sometimes. Let me be present and show that I'm here. And then now that I am, people are saying and realizing, so is it a good thing? I have no clue. My mentor did say that I have a leader mentality, so I guess that is a good thing. Because realistically, how many meek leaders do you know? Not many, because 
no one, not many people take the chance to know that leader or why they're so meek. And that's what frustrated me, that people didn't know why it was like that way. That I so desperately wanted to be something else while I was doing that. I wanted to be the leader that everyone saw. So mainly, I was people-pleasing. And now that I have, now that I guess I'm pleasing people the way I wanted to please, I have no clue what I'm going to do now. Do I want to keep people-pleasing? Do I want to get quieter? Or do I want to keep on being myself? Or do I want to get even louder so people still see me, but a bigger range of people do? I guess we can now talk about my my big thoughts. My friends have also told me, you probably like, Tori, your friends suck. But then they don't. It's just they tell me like their opinions because I tell my opinions. So they told me that if I were ever to be an influencer... I would get canceled before them because how big my opinions are and how I'm so open to voice them. And I don't think my opinions are that big to make me canceled, but if they are because simply because I will say what I'm thinking and won't let people and not let myself have a voice, then so be canceled. So that makes me think do they wish they had that do they wish they had that trait like how I wish I had that trait so many years ago how I still wish I had that trait like today to show the extent of how much I really wanted to be someone that didn't deal with anxiety the way I did because I felt so so trapped and I didn't want to tell people because the one people, the few people I did tell, they didn't understand it. I'd go in my bathroom and I'd just cry and I'd be like, why do I have to be this way? Why do I have to deal with what I do deal with? And why is it so difficult? And so I just was like, no, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to be the person I am right now. I want to be better. I want to be, I want to be like them. And my them was completely different people all around me. I wanted that trait. I want that in me. I want that other thing in me. I want that trait in me. I made myself uncomfortable. I took myself and I was like, well, Tori, the only way you're going to be able to do this is if you get uncomfortable and you suck it up. You don't let anxiety hold you back. And while trying to be all these different traits and trying to develop them inside of me, I realized that I could do it as long as I put my mind to it. And as I was getting these traits, I saw other people that were also dealing with the same thing I was dealing with. But not until long after they were almost fully developed in me. So when I see that in a little kid, I try my best to make them feel included. Try my best to show them that it I try my best to not make them feel alone because I was in that same situation. So when people tell me that I'm very good at including people, I include people because I know how it feels like to be left out. I include people because I know how to, it feels to be that one person at the center of attention. 
and I know how it feels to be the outsider then get on the inside and for the first time have people see you how you wanted to be seen how you wanted to be loved so mainly that's my why because I don't want people to feel how the way I felt whenever I was going through that they say they say give love how you wish to receive love when I think about on those moments I so desperately needed a present Tory who I am today I needed a friend like that whenever I was going through what I was going through and I didn't have that so mainly that's my why my why of doing things why I even start the podcast because I wanted people to feel more included that's why it's called we're in this together Ugh. funny how that all plays out because no one deserves to be left out no one deserves to not feel loved no one deserves to feel invalidated no one deserves that people deserve to feel loved people deserve to have people around them that can show them the love that they need adequately and so for the listener for you i hope you have that and if you don't right now I don't want to be cliche, but no, it gets better. It does. It really does. And sometimes it takes a buttload of work for it to get better, but it does. And I know it can be so exhausting. What you're going through right now, you don't deserve it. You deserve so much better. But what you're going through right now is going to shape you into the person that you are tomorrow, next year, in three years When you're 50 and telling your life story, what you're going through right now is going to shape you. And you can choose how it's going to shape you. And you can choose how you're going to let it affect you. And if you're going to look on the positive side of how this can shape you into the person you want to be. Or how you're going to take it and flip it to the whole other side. And woe is me. Why is this happening to me? I don't deserve this. And yes, that is all true. But you also can think about how... You can help another person that's also going through the same thing you were going through at that time. How you can see how you wanted to be treated at this point in your life and help another person that down the road that's going through the same thing and you can treat them how you wanted to be treated. How you wanted to be treated. It can suck if you don't have that person or the help you wish you had while going through what you're going through right now. But it's going to be so fulfilling to be able to help another person that's going through the same thing you're going through. And then they might you see them get better, better in quotation marks. Because that looks different for everybody, depending on the situation. So, I do believe in everything happens for a reason. But there can be so many people like to say that everything happens for a reason. And switch it in so many different ways. And the way I perceive everything happens for a reason is everything can shape you into a different thing. In many cases, I see people be like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, like everything happened, like my mom got cancer for a reason. I'm not saying that she deserved cancer or that she needed to get cancer, but her getting cancer can help you you can relate to somebody else that their mom has cancer and you can help them or 
your mom can learn a bazillion different things that would have happened or meet some amazing doctors or some peers that also had cancer and they can collectively build a support group around her and then after she beats it they can be that group that she always needed whenever she was younger and never had without the cancer she wouldn't have gotten that in that aspect in that time in her life that so yeah that did happen for a reason so she could get to where she was right now she is right now so she could meet those people and help that person and learn all these things that come with life but she didn't deserve the cancer well that's mainly what i wanted to say wanted to get all those things off my chest let people know that they're not alone i guess i'll let you know some of my why i wasn't expecting to share that today but i guess i did that's that's cool so if you relate to any of these feelings i do have know that you're not alone in them because i feel them too and I can guarantee you, there are millions, billions, billions now, billions of people on the planet. There has to be someone that's also feeling the same way you're feeling. If you can't relate to any of my things I talked about in this podcast today, someone else can relate to you somewhere in the world. In many cases, right next to you, right next to one of your neighbors, because our feelings aren't vastly different we're more alike than we are different although it's not going to be easy i believe in you so thank you for listening i so appreciate it (laughs) bye guys bye no 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 should i say bye guys or bye you or bye bye seems very abrupt um what if i just end it right now without saying bye but that seems kind of rude whatever thank you for listening i hope you enjoy your day your night your evening wherever you are whatever time it is i hope you enjoy it make the most of it be joyful bye